Episode 41 of the Fan Engagement Pod is a bonus episode with Fiona Green from Sports Industry Data Experts Winners, chatting about the new edition of her book, Winning with Data, published by Routledge. She's well known in her field and you can hear more about her and what Winners does in episode 30 of the pod. We've also got three copies of her book to give away. Listen to find out how. If you're not fortunate enough to win a copy, go to tinyurl.com forward slash Fiona Green to buy one. It's also available from all good book retailers in hardback and ebook. And don't forget, Fan Insights will soon become Think Fan Engagement. Keep an ear out for more and join the Fan Engagement Network at faninsights.co.uk forward slash network forward slash join. This stuff is the future. Okay, Fiona. So, um, congratulations on publishing your your latest um, book. And now, your latest book is a second edition of of a, of 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 the book that you brought out. How many years ago was was it that you brought it out? It was published in July twenty eighteen. The first edition. So we're nearly three years later. Three years later. Okay. And just explain a little bit about what why you decided to write a book about it. What the book's about. Um, and, you know, the original thinking behind it, because it's quite an undertaking to write a book. We all write and sort of publish and, and broadcast and give our views and opinions on all sorts of things on a regular basis, practitioners like us. But to actually commit to un, to, to writing a book is a, is a, is a significant commitment. It takes a lot of time, a lot of heartache, I don't, I don't doubt, um, a lot of drafting and redrafting and editing. So why, why, why do it in the first place, Fiona? in yeah, this in this thanks, area thanks for giving me an opportunity to answer that kevin because i feel quite strongly about it and i did actually put this in the, the preface of my first edition um i wrote the book because it took me a long time to get to where i am now um, in terms of the depth of knowledge i have but the, the headache was when i first got into this area the way i first came into this area because of the circumstances i had to do a lot of self-learning and when I was Googling, as we all do, trying to find what is CRM, what does CRM mean, how do you implement CRM, and actually looking for proper answers I could understand, I was just being hit with adverts for Salesforce or Microsoft Dynamics. I was reading a lot of, uh, a lot of blogs and a lot of articles about, firstly, CRM going wrong. I was reading an awful lot about, um, I was re- seeing a lot of different definitions of CRM. And... Um, I just wanted to find a one-stop resource that would tell me what I needed to know. So that's where the desire to write the book came from. I want people who come after me who are coming into this area or people who are coming into it from a particular direction um, can have this one-stop shop to learn what it's actually all about and not just from a technology level or a data level, but across the whole spectrum because the use of data or the use of CRM or digital transformation or whatever you want to call it doesn't rely just on one thing. It doesn't rely just on the right technology. It doesn't just rely on the right data or the right quality data or the quantity of data. There's so many things that um, that go into this field. So the purpose behind the book is to give everybody, to give people a primer. So if they're just starting out, a primer, almost like the sous of everything they need to know across all the areas, 
I also say that if you're a specialist in one particular field, like the technology of it, then reading the book will help you understand how all those elements fall into it. If you're, for example, senior management, who got to their role before data even became a thing, and you're now aware that everybody's talking about data, but don't quite have the comfort level to discuss it yourself, then the plan is that this book will give that senior manager the primer to be able to hold those conversations. They might not understand how it actually happens, how you actually do it, but they'll have a lot more confidence when it comes to talking about it. So, so this is you. Two words: data and tech. These are the two two of the things that. that um, and I suppose we all all of us who strike out on our own will go through a similar kind of journey where we look around, we can't find the resources, we can't find the learning, the information, so we start to create it ourselves. It's partly, you know, I think it's better to say it's partly the journey that we all go under, uh, under undertake when we go set set up, set up on our own. Um, these two words, data and tech, they were when it came to fan engagement. The sort of over-reliance on one or other of those all the time was one of the reasons that I started doing and investigating kind of how fan engagement was defined, how you measure it, all that sort of stuff. Um, and it's interesting, these two things are things that are challenges for you in trying to get across how to do, to deal with data and CRMs properly is actually that people, what they grasp for, here's the technological solution, just get a good database um, and then you're fine, or um, or or just understand your data and everything's okay. Is that sort of am I am I am I sort of scratching at the right? Yeah, we're tr we're trying to say that it's not just about understanding your data, and it's just it's not just about getting the right tech, because using the right technology involves process, for example. So you can buy the right technology, you can be trained how to use it, but if you don't follow up on the processes consistently, then the technology just becomes I don't know something that sits in the corner of the room or the corner of your desktop. And when it comes to the data, it's not about, um, it's not just about the quality of, quantity of the data, it's about the quality of it. And when you've got the data, it's, it, it's about the way you collect it, the way you store it, the way you maintain it, the way you normalize it, and then the way you use it. So the way you actually use it and interrogate it is only one element of it. We've got to think about all the other things that go along with it. And of course, more so than ever now, there's a huge focus on data compliance. So there's a chapter, dedicated chapter on data and the law. But again, even though it's a whole chapter, something like 7,000 words and a fantastic case study provided by um, Paul Rogers when he was at AS Roma, it still only scratches the surface. It still just helps you understand the different ways you can collect data from your customers or your fans. It doesn't tell you an awful lot more than that. So in the way that data is important, of course it is. The way you collect it is important and the way you cover yourself with legal compliance or conform to legal compliance is important. So the key message ultimately is there is no silver bullet to this area. It's about, we, we call it five key principles, strategy, process, data, culture, and technology, and all the areas that go into each of those, all the different considerations across all of those. So that was the primary need for the book that I felt that I wanted people not to feel as frustrated as I did and not to have the incredibly slow learning curve that I had. Um, my first couple of years was real learning on the job, um, self-teaching, and you know, wishing I had this one-stop resource that I could get to a point where I felt, yeah, okay, so I pretty much understand the foundations now. 
So tell me, um, I know there's a um, you you've been doing some there's some online training, and you've, as to my understanding, because when we spoke in December, um, it was before publication, but you were talking a little bit about what the book was going to do, and that you were kind of connecting it up with some of the training you're doing. Do you want to just tell us about that? Because that's quite a valuable addition. Because I don't know about other people, but books alone sometimes I struggle with just trying to get everything from a book and if I can have some online training as well and some support then I find that I find that's quite a useful way of absorbing um, what I need to absorb in training materials so could you just tell us a little bit about that yeah so basically when the publishers offered the support of a second edition to the Outage of course we were over the moon and we thought, well, we're going to go through this process now of reinterrogating everything we've written, updating it, you know, more research to, to make it current state. Why don't we also think about converting it to an e-learning course as well? And this, bizarrely, it wasn't anything to do with COVID and the fact that people were doing more e-learning. It was genuinely just a timing thing that we thought, yeah, why not do this? Of course, I was a bit naive about how much goes into creating an online course. Um, but yeah, that, that's the other foundation that not everybody responds well to reading a book and, 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 and the book in itself is the foundation. You want more access. So what we do in the course is we provide a different style of learning. So the principles are the same. They have to be the same because we're not dealing with reinventing anything here. We're just applying principles that are already out there. So the frameworks are the same and principles are the same, but we provide a different style of learning because it's lots and lots of videos in short sessions so i think the shortest is probably four minutes the longest is probably 20 minutes there are seven modules um, the seven modules kind of replicate the format of the 10 chapters in the book and each each module has between six to 12 videos depending on which module it is and then at the end of every module you get a bit of interaction there's a there's a quick quiz oh, sorry at the end of every every video within each module there's a quick quiz then at the end of every module, there's actually an exercise. Now, what I like about the exercises, we and you know we put a lot of thought how, into how to do this. Is you go offline, you use a piece of software, you use something different, and you do it in your own time, and then you submit the homework to us or you submit the exercise to us for you to for us to give you some feedback. So, for example, in the world of data visualization, one of the leading pieces of technology is Tableau. And you can use Tableau in the same way you use um, the same way you would read a PDF. You can read a Tableau dashboard if you haven't got a license. So you can download the free Tableau reader. So we give you a Tableau dashboard that we've created using dummy data. And then the exercise is to navigate around the Tableau dashboard and answer the questions. So pulling out the insights that we're asking you to find. So that means filtering and setting conditions. So it, it gives the student a real opportunity to play around with some world leading data visualization software. We do the same thing for building an email campaign. We do the same thing for two different types of um, data analytics. Uh, we, we take you through a process to normalize and cleanse the data, as well as using pivot tables to analyze the data. And then the, the other exercises are more PowerPoint or Excel based that are getting you to think about strategy. Um, there's also a, a full exercise on GDPR as well to ensure that you walk away with a clear understanding of the different type of frameworks you would use. It's not, the GDPR section isn't to teach people how to be a data protection officer, but it's to teach people who are building forms, planning, planning campaigns, thinking about tactics, talking to their sponsors, is to give them enough base level and understanding of the primary considerations 
then they can take it to a lawyer or a data protection officer to sort of fine tune and finish off. So it's quite a quite a comprehensive course. We recommend seven weeks, one week per module. We've had some students go through it with very comprehensive attention to the exercises in as little as three to four weeks. We've got one organisation that's bought 12 courses to put the whole sales and marketing team through, but they're doing it one module per fortnight, so one module every two weeks. And um, presumably, is, uh, can this be applied to uh, any industry, any sector? This isn't something that's just um, sport or football? Or you... Yeah, so we, we, we work in the sports sector, so we've used sports use cases and sports case studies in both the book and the learning course. But I remember getting a couple of LinkedIn messages from people when the first edition of the book came out saying, wow, you know, this isn't just the sports industry, it's applicable to any industry. So yes, because we're dealing with principles here, as I mentioned, we're not reinventing any wheels. We've stuck to the areas that we that we know inside out. Interestingly, I did wonder, Kevin, if the you know if there might be an opportunity, or when will there be an opportunity to reskin it in effect, yeah, to apply it to all those different different verticals. But the opportunity is still so still so great just in sport that I don't know that I have the time <laughs> to do that. But yeah, of course, the same principle is the same for telecommunications, retail, any form of leisure, charity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's, it's the principles of the usage of data that we're dealing with here, and they are indeed the same for any industry. Of course, and, and sort of, I, I suppose it's an area, I know I quite often read what you put out um, and what you tweet about, like with Baz as well, Baz Schneider, um, he talks a lot about, um, I, don't, I don't know if it's quite the, the, the exact phrase that he uses, but that there's a bit, there's a degree of immaturity in the way that data is handled and, and um, not in the legal sense, but in terms of its potential and all that sort of stuff within sports. So I can see within football and sport, there's so much opportunity. I can see why you wouldn't want to spend your, spread yourself too thinly. Can you just um, tell us where people can sign up for the course um, the cost of the course and its availability and actually who I know Ed, I know everyone would benefit from this um, and it, and it's completely you know decision makers need to understand the absolute critical nature of dealing with data and how you manage it in the systems but in terms of you know if you think of immediacy of impact um, is there a particular group of people as well that you would you would absolutely say every you know every single person working in that environment in that role um, should be doing this course and should be reading this book. So sign up cost and availability would be useful. Yeah. So where can people get, get this? So the, uh, our website is winnersfdd.com and the e-learning courses is a link there forward slash e-learning. The cost is 395 euros. It's self-paced, but you have access to any of the course tutors, including myself at any time via a calendar link. Um, in terms of who, who should be used, who should be applying for it. So we've created five customer personas. And if you read the book, you know what customer personas are. Our first customer persona is perhaps a student who's just graduated from or who's just completed a course, sports business, sports management, sports marketing. But there isn't enough data in there because I've seen courses and there isn't enough data in there. So anybody who feels they've graduated or they're in the middle of a course and they need a deeper understanding of the data, because let's face it, if you're at university now, doing anything about the business of sports or indeed any business course, data should be a part of it. So that's our first persona. 
Our second one is perhaps a marketing person in a club or a team um, um, currently who again has been, I don't know, posting content, doing emails, um, using social channels, but without that data element. If they need a fast track for that data element, that's our second persona. Our third persona is perhaps somebody who's operating in a, in a specialist field, so the technology or the analyst or the marketer or the lawyer, and they want to understand how all those elements come together. The fourth persona is someone outside sport who's working in this field, wants to understand our use cases and how we refer to data and our business principles would be good for them. And the fifth one, as I mentioned previously, it's the senior manager, someone who knows this is all going on, probably my age or older, um, doesn't really expect to ever have to work with data themselves. They're beyond that now, they're senior management, but needs to understand more, just get a much deeper understanding and a, and a greater comfort level in discussing it with their colleagues and their peers. So those are the five personas, but one and two, the student or the junior marketer or the marketer who's never touched data. But as, we, as you said several times, and you said before when we, when we chatted back in December, um, everyone needs to understand this stuff to a greater or lesser extent in an organisation like a sports club. It's important for them to grasp the principles of it, to grasp if you're if you're using data regularly, to grasp how to use it properly, um, the legal implications, etc. Or whether it's the strategic understanding, understanding how all the threads come together. It's a it's a multi as you 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 know you've got the five personas. It's it's important for every single one of those to have some interaction with this learning and with this um, with this book and with this course um, and um, the book where can people get it and, uh, and and what's the price well I mean I guess it depends on the retailer I think Amazon are currently selling it at I don't know 29 pound or 28 pound okay. publishers Routledge um, they're selling it at around about the same price but we've got a discount code from Routledge I think it gives about a 10 or 15 percent discount because we're not distributors, because we're not the publishers, we didn't publish it, we only wrote it, and actually Routledge now own the rights to it, we don't really control pricing at all. But Kevin, what we will do is the first three people to message you after listening to this podcast, grab their addresses and we'll send out a free copy to them. Brilliant. Okay, look, Fiona, best of luck with the book. Um, best of luck with your mission. You're, you know, you're, like, like me, you're absolutely, and all the people I know in this field, um, and, you know, absolutely passionate about what you do and um and best of luck and, and i hope it all turns out great for you brilliant congratulations for giving me the chance to talk about it i really appreciate it